Hey everyone, it's Gavin. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast. I'm really excited because in this show, we're going to introduce the new guests of the podcast. As you know, I graduated several weeks ago, and I'm excited to have three rising sophomores take over the show, Darius Johnson, Malachi Finn, and Antonio Magallanes. So today you'll get to hear a little bit from them. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, so thanks, Gavin, again, uh, for doing this. And definitely, um, I'm excited to come on and um, take on the, the podcast for the future. Uh, so I'm a first year, as you mentioned, studying finance and data analytics in the business school. Um, and some things that I'm involved in on campus is uh, TEDx SEU, Delta Sigma Pi, and also the Levy Black Business Club on, on campus. Um and one reason, I, I guess, just to say why I'm uh, interested would definitely be um, just the impact that I think the podcast could have and has had on like many viewers and also the people. I mean, just the opportunity to see a lot of the voices of Santa Clara and beyond in the Valley is really a cool opportunity. So I'm really um, excited to be here and uh, excited to be a part of it. Cool. So, yeah, thanks again, Gavin. Um, uh, my name is Antonio. I'm a communications major. I'm actually pursuing uh, the, into the business school. And, well, quite frankly, I've always been into podcasts. I actually started, tried to start one with my brother years before. Um, I think they're, like, very revolutionary. Um, I think it's just a great platform for individuals, events, and even ideas to, you know, really have a spotlight. Um, yeah, and I'm really excited what, for what it can be. Awesome. And uh, my name is Malachi Finn. I am a marketing major, a freshman. And, uh, you know, a main reason why I wanted to join this podcast specifically because I believe, you know, Gavin has done a great job of seeking professionals to elaborate on their experiences and also trying to find ways to raise school spirit and get other students engaged. So I thought that was an, <clears throat> an awesome thing to do. And, um, you know, a, a couple of things that I'm active in at the current moment is uh, the Black Student Union, um, stand-up comedy club. I think that's interesting. And also the Levy Black Business Association. So, um, you know, there's a few things that I'm, I'm interested in and I want to make sure that, you know, it, it is uh, connected to my marketing major as well. Yeah, cool. And I'm I'm excited that each of you are in, involved in some some different places on on campus. And one one general theme, we'll probably touch on this more later, but uh, I've I've focused a lot on interviewing professors and and staff and some alumni. I've done some students as well, but I think this could be a great opportunity to make the podcast more uh, student-focused too and applicable to uh, students. So yeah, I'm super, super excited to have you all on board. Yeah. And so I'd, I'd love if each of you could just say a few more words about, you know, why specifically are you interested in the Voices of Santa Clara podcast? Maybe what have you, what have you noticed in your first year at, at Santa Clara that you think would be would be good opportunities for it and yeah what what do you think the the potential is for the show um I would say that actually it's funny I actually heard of Voices of Santa Clara podcast before I even came to Santa Clara uh actually I saw it my summer before coming to SCU um, I was just looking around for some podcasts um and I happened to uh fumble across uh, this podcast on, on SoundCloud. And then I was able to play a, a few episodes. And I was like, wow, this is a really cool platform that can get students engaged and really learn about the influential people on campus and also off of campus. And then actually coming onto campus, uh, I was able to connect with Chris Norris, who's the um, executive director at the Silka Center. And actually he connected um, Gavin and I, and then 
from there, I mean, I, I already had that great interest of getting involved in the podcast from hearing it prior and just talking to you and hearing your passion for the podcast really helped affirm my passion. And then from there, I had a really big interest in just getting involved and seeing how I could be of help in some way. Um, and in terms of the podcast and kind of plans for the podcast, um, I definitely think it's really um, it's really a cool opportunity that we get to interview a lot of influential people, a lot of influential professionals, but also really just give students at Santa Clara a glimpse of maybe what their career future could look like or a uh, glimpse of some people who they may know but really didn't understand kind of their backgrounds or their um, the, the things that they've been through or the extent of their knowledge. So it really provides in a, a really good chance to really go into depth in the minds of people um, in the Valley and at Santa Clara. So I'm really excited. And in the future, I really hope to keep um, on bringing on people who can add a lot of value to students and really give them a, a paint a picture of what it was like to either go to Santa Clara and have a career after it or what it's like to be in the Valley um, and kind of that college tr- transition into the, the professional space. Yeah, d- definitely. And uh, a quick shout out to Chris Norris, the director of the Sioka Center um, for introducing, he introduced me to, to Darius first, and that's kind of how all this got started. So uh, yeah, so Darius, way to go getting involved quickly and um, super excited about that connection. Um, yeah, Antonio, what about you? Uh, yeah, so um, I think social media today is just a great platform for uh, people to connect and for people to, you know, really express their interest. And um, actually, so when uh, Darius uh, let me know about the podcast, I automatically, you know, jumped on board. Um, I thought of the opportunity, you know, being a big platform on campus, you know, uh, a platform that, you know, can stimulate information, even data uh, to other students um, and also the faculty. So, um, yeah, I always had a passion for, you know, interviewing people. And um, like you said, when I met you and how, like, you grew the whole platform and the whole podcast to what it is now and, you know, how you can express your, like, genuine love for it. So, um, you know, it just made me even more grateful for, uh, this opportunity. Yeah. So, um, like the first thing that, that when Darius told me about the podcast and what he was going to do, um, I, you know, I was interested immediately. And then once I got the opportunity to sit down in your interview, uh, with Chris Norris, you know, I noticed that like it was very professional and the, the type of questions you were asking, and then you added your own elements. I thought that was, you know, an awesome, an awesome opportunity to get involved and also to like leave a mark in some way on my campus experience, right? So, um, and you know, like I wanna make sure that other students are able to see uh, influencers and, and people in their specific profession that they might be interested in and to understand their experience and also a way to show high schoolers or anybody that's looking or even interested in Santa Clara that we have some components that are different from other colleges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. So I'll give each of you a few opportunities to ask a few questions and uh, you guys can, can chime in too, as we start talking about kind of the, the future of the podcast. All right. Awesome. Well, I want to, I want to kick this off. I had a quick question uh, that I was interested in. So, um, you know, out of curiosity, why did you choose to do the podcast alone? You know, what hmm. influenced this decision? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. So it was the beginning of sophomore year when I started the show and I, I wanted a way to c- connect with a broader range of, of people at Santa Clara. I felt like um, I, I enjoyed my business classes, but wanted to get out there and meet students doing different things, professors in different departments and staff that I wouldn't otherwise get to meet. 
You know, I never really considered uh, bringing on anyone else at the beginning, actually. I think because I viewed interviews as kind of a a one-on-one thing, I just didn't really um, bring it up. And I think that has had its pros and cons. So I've, you know, improved a lot in my own interviewing and um, it's been a super fun project. I think like because everything is in my mind, I can have a lot of control over that, right? And so it's it's worked well up, up to this point. But I do think there's there's downsides to doing the project alone as well. Like um, I'm you know I'm kind of limited in how much time I put into each episode, so I try to be pretty efficient with the editing. I haven't invested too much into marketing, and it's like th- there's a lot of creative benefits to getting multiple people on board and being able to bounce ideas off each other, right? So that's a yeah, that, that's kind of how it how it happened and how it's gone so far. But I'm also, you know, excited for all three of you to work on it together because I think that can be something that's like greater than the sum of its parts. Yeah, that's awesome. And I was thinking the same thing. I kind of figured that by having, you know, you being the sole proprietor, you know, the main person that's actually controlling the podcast, it gives you the freedom and, you know, you don't have to negotiate or, or have to collaborate. Like while there's a, there's a you know, a, a, con- a contribution adds to the creativity you being able to control it yourself obviously makes it more of your vision and your ideas of what it's supposed to be. So I thought that was something I should ask you. That's a, 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 a great question. Definitely kind of going off of that point in terms of starting the podcast and kind of what you've learned throughout your time doing the podcast. What would you say would be something as you look back on, of course, the, the three years and then all the episodes that you've done, what would be something you're most proud of that you've learned from doing these podcasts? And then aside from what you've learned, what's something that you'll remember forever in terms of a, a episode? So kind of what's one or, or, or two things that you can really take away from doing these podcasts for these past years? And also, does any episode kind of like uh, lay out in your mind of like that was one that I'll definitely keep in my mind forever? <laughs> yeah. Um, so on, on the first point of, of what I learned, I'd say one big thing, especially in the beginning, was encouraging me to think more globally. So a lot of the conversations I had both with, uh, with students and with professors involved some international component, whether that's like a student studying abroad or doing a program abroad or a professor doing research in a different country or just talking about travel experiences. Um, I would never traveled outside of North America before I studied abroad in my junior year in in Italy and got to travel around Europe some. And then I did the the Global Social Benefit Fellowship through the Miller Center and I was in India junior year. And I think, um, you know, there's no there's no one episode that made the difference here, but just hearing so many stories from podcast guests really kind of opened my mind that, you know, there's a bigger, a bigger world out there. Not everyone thinks the same way. Um, there's, you know, different, different cultures, different ways of, um, what makes, what makes life meaningful and what people value. So that's, that's one thing. In addition, one other thing I learned was just the importance of listening to people's stories. A 30 minute episode really allows you to go more into depth into the way someone's thinking and kind of hear about their, their past, what led to them doing the thing they're doing now, kind of getting the backstory on careers. So it was encouraging to hear just how many people didn't know what they wanted to do with their careers when they were in college. That was a kind of common question I'll ask is what were your career plans in, in college and just seeing the winding trajectory of so many people's careers, I think is 
encouraging to me because, um, you know, although I have a, a job after graduation, I don't fully know what, what I want to do. Um, and then on the, the second part of the question on a conversation, I'll always remember, you know, this one there, like there, there've been so many great ones, so it's hard to choose, but a really early one with an art history professor, Kathleen Maxwell, uh, she told, I, I think I said about 10 words in this whole, whole interview. I asked like, three questions. And she told this uh, incredible story about um, a, a plane crash that she was like involved in, in, in the plane, in the, the Boston Harbor. And that, that story was just one of the, the craziest things I've heard. And I, I think it was, you know, maybe one of the easiest interviews because I, I was just on the edge of my seat listening the whole time. But I'll always remember that episode, even though it was a while ago. So uh, just hypothetically speaking, if um, you were given four more years at Santa Clara to continue Voices of Santa Clara, uh, would your vision develop the podcast even further? Or how else would you change the podcast with those next four years? Mm, yeah, that that's a good question. I haven't given that a ton of thought in the past. I think I would definitely try to uh, get more people involved anyway, um, kind of like we touched on at, at the beginning. Uh, I think it's easy. And, you know, I've produced a lot of episodes over the last three years, and it is easy to kind of get into a rhythm where uh, you can become comfortable, I think, which can be can be fine, but might not be the best way to constantly be learning new things. So I think I would want to, um, to yeah, to up the the marketing to focus more on on students and kind of their needs. I think I would want to do a few more alumni as well. I've only kind of barely scratched the surface there, maybe done two or three episodes um, with alumni. But yeah, I think th there's all sorts of creative ways to uh, incorporate more student voices and um, perhaps getting a bunch of different student perspectives in, in one episode or just playing with the format. Uh, I think th there, I would try to be more... Uh, innovative. And I would, yeah, because I, I definitely think there's, there, there's more and more podcasts out there. So it's important to really uh, kind of define who, who the audience is. And I know a, a broad range of people from Santa Clara students, staff, parents, alumni, all listen to the show. So I think kind of diving deeper into to who's listening and how can we uh, tell stories that can connect the community. So uh, yeah, I think if I had four more years, it would still be important to kind of infuse some new life into the show. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting. Yeah, that's awesome. I think you've done a great job of doing that. You have a diverse spectrum of multiple professors and alumni, as you said before, ranging on different topics. And I think, as you said, you wanted to, uh, you know, make sure that the community was involved and had a, an idea of, like you said, the voices of Santa Clara. I think you executed that pretty well. And, and along those same lines, since you've dedicated so much time to this podcast, was it hard for you to make the decision to pass down your podcast or was it fairly an easy process? Hmm. You know, I think I I was hopeful that it would be able to continue on in some way, just because uh, podcasts naturally kind of build on themselves, right? And the first the first ten guests are going to be, um, you know, maybe more like interpersonal relationships, right? And then the more the more people you interview, the more people know about the show and listen. The uh, yeah, just the more options you have, the more people will say yes to interviews. And there's just a lot you can do once you kind of already have this platform up and running. So I was, I was hopeful that 
it would be able to continue after I left, but I also wasn't sure, right? Like I didn't, you know, I, there's no real natural ways in my (laughs) senior year life that I meet a lot of first year students. Right. And so I, uh, yeah, I was really fortunate, I think, to, to hear from, from Chris and to meet all of you guys. And, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely excited that it, that it can continue because I think there's just so many possibilities and I've only, you know, barely scratched the surface, but I'm hopeful that you can both, you know, build off of what the show has already created, but then also just feel a lot of creative freedom to kind of try new things, experiment, and do things that have never been done before. Yeah. And I appreciate that, that you are, you know, found someone to pass it down. Cause I feel like your, your desire and your passion for wanting to connect the audience with professionals and different people is like powerful. You know, I feel like the main thing that allows humanity to flourish is our ability to socialize and, and hear each other's stories. So I think you did a great job with that. And, and I hope that we, you know, do your show or your podcast justice by continuing once you're gone. Exactly. I mean, that's a great point. I think he hit it on the head by doing the podcast justice, right? Because we all know, like, you've built this up uh, from the ground up, and we're all really excited to uh, obviously, like, be a part of it and look at the future and how we can innovate it and, you know, grow it and make it even bigger than it was before. Uh, But right before we get into the future of the podcast, I just wanted to know, um, for all of your dedicated audience who've been listening to you um, bring a lot of some top minds in the Valley, top minds at at Santa Clara and beyond to the podcast. What would be one thing that you want to leave the audience with before you depart from the podcast? Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a great question. I mean, in some ways I like to have the, I like to give the guests an opportunity to speak for themselves. Right. And it's, it's cool to hear uh, common threads between guests, right? Like people giving advice to students saying, get involved, people giving um, what they would say to everyone in the United States, right? Like so many people touch on this, this theme of, of listening to people, even if you disagree with them, of seeking out information that doesn't just confirm what you already believe, but, uh, but, but that challenges you to think differently and, and grow. So yeah, I think the biggest, the biggest thing I would say is just the reason um, is, is similar to the reason why I started the show, and that's to to be curious and then to share what you learn w- with others, right? Like there's this this podcast has been a great opportunity for for me to be curious and just ask questions that I, I genuinely want to know that I don't know the answers to, and um, and yeah, just just hearing from such a wide range of people and and trying to often ask questions that aren't necessarily the easiest or most comfortable questions, right? But that touch on uh, important social issues that touch on important personal issues or uh, growth or challenging times or, or failures and kind of having a, yeah, having the vulnerability and humility to kind of ask the, the tough questions and to always stay curious and then to just share what you learn with, with others. So yeah, I'm super, I'm super thankful that um, I'm, I'm thankful for everyone that has listened and hopefully you've gotten something out of it. So thanks for being here. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. Um, I guess we could definitely uh, go into what you would uh, envision for the future of the podcast and kind of uh, from your standpoint and your point of view, what do you hope the future of Voices of Santa Clara would look like? Yeah, so uh, I'll, I definitely want all of all of you to touch on this because I think that's that's m- more important than what I think. But 
I think it's more important to keep kind of the, the core values than it is to, to do any specific sort of, of episode, if that makes sense. And I think for me, the, the core values are, are one, um, just, just genuine curiosity, right? Uh, two, um, diversity, both in terms of like topics, uh, in terms of people, in terms of ages and roles, right? Like one of the, the coolest things f- for me has, has been, you know, yes, I can do a, a conversation with, you know, a, a business professor that's kind of right in my wheelhouse, but I can also talk to, um, you know, a, a biological anthropologist. And I literally don't know anything about that, but it's kind of a cool challenge to try to um, still have a, a meaningful conversation and think, how can this topic relate to a student, to a alumni, to anyone listening, right? How can we bridge the gap between academics and the real world? Um, and then I think the the third thing I would say is is to just keep like a an innovative spirit and think about different types. So like like where is the future going, right? What's it gonna mean to be a student in fall quarter at Santa Clara? I don't know. Maybe no one does, right? What is it? Uh, what does it mean to be a, a senior graduating into this this world, right? Like the the world is changing so quickly, and so I think it's important to get as many different perspectives as possible and to to learn from uh, experts in different fields, right? To learn from the past about the future. So I think that that combination of um, personal stories as well as more subject matter experts or people who have um, experience in a certain topic or area, like c- kind of combining those those personal and um, and more fact based sides to think about, you know, how can we relate this to the common person? So those are kind of some of the core values. But I think there's a huge range of creative opportunities that we can uh, take advantage of in the future. So yeah, I'm excited to have some new perspectives. I'm a lot of ideas. So yeah, it's your yeah. your turn turn to run the show. I agree. Um, so you said in your previous response that one thing you want us to continue is diversity, um, you know, curiosity, and then it's displaying our creativity. Uh, but one question I have for you is, you know, what is one thing or one specific element about the podcast that you've created that you want us to continue? Like that you're formatting or the specific professors that you ask, you know, the, the professional side, or is it just something that you want to make sure continues? And while allowing us to, um, you know, tapping into our creativity? Yeah, honestly, I would say no, there's not. Like, I think, you know, if you want to stick with the, for example, like the four questions I like to ask at the end, right around advice you give to an incoming student, travel experiences, um, what message you would give to everyone in the United States, and and the fourth one being like an ideal Saturday. Like, those are fun, fun questions to ask, and it's fun to see the patterns that start to emerge once you interview a bunch of guests, right? But no, I don't think there's really any like sacred element or part that needs to stay the same. Like I think it's healthy to have a certain amount of evolution. So yeah. Okay. And 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 to elaborate on that, you know, I want to make sure that whenever we're interviewing guests or like something to keep your your creativity and your ideas alive. I want to make sure that we ask them, you know, their perfect Saturday morning or just like keep some type of element that you had just so it lives on. Cause like, that's something that's important to make sure that it doesn't completely depart from your vision. You know what I'm saying? So I think that is something that we can do as a group to make sure that we do you justice. I appreciate it. You're very kind. (laughs) Yeah. And any other thoughts from any of you on kind of the, the future of the show or things you'd like to implement or ideas for that? 
Uh, yeah, so I think one thing that's important to like keep in mind when you're talking about the future of the podcast is really understand that it's uh, there's a lot of I would say a lot of obligation when you have when you have a podcast that really can reach a lot of people and send a message to students about kind of what's the outlook of people and influential people in Santa Clara and beyond. It's really important for us to make sure that the message that we keep on there is consistent helpful and valuable to students as well. We want to make sure that we keep and keep that message in that format that you had. We keep it going because when you focus on the student, it's really important to think about what would a student want to hear? How can a student benefit from this podcast? As that is the focus of the podcast that we are doing. So I think as we go on into the into the future, as we continue to grow, add on different mediums, look at how we can um, grow the podcast on different platforms. Uh, I think the focus and the mission that we should have is how can we best benefit the student that way they can leave the podcast with more value than they had when they came on so with that vision in mind and that goal in mind i think definitely the sky is the limit in terms of what we can do the people that we can talk to the lives that we can impact um and yeah i think we can just grow from there um and keep on benefiting people as they take this next step from college into the professional world and professional space yeah, definitely. I like it. And maybe one uh, final question that I'll, I'll touch on at the beginning, but just in like, you know, no one was, no one was hoping that, you know, my senior class would graduate into a pandemic, right. Or that we'd all be at home during uh, this, this quarter. But um, yeah, I've, I've given some thought, you know, to like, what is, what does it look like to run a podcast in, in this time in a, pandemic and what's kind of the balance of being engaged with the way the world is with where the world's shifting, but also not um, like overwhelming people or, or focusing on things that are kind of outside my area of expertise or really um, berating just one certain topic, right? Like I, I had only done maybe a couple Zoom interviews before um, before this, this spring. So do, do, do any of you have any thoughts on kind of what, what it means or any additional uh, roles or responsibilities of the podcast given the pandemic situation? You know, I would say in this given situation, the main thing that happens with podcasts are just, uh, you know, working in general, probably, you know, you lose a, a bit of your enthusiasm, you know, as you're at home and you're not, it's not the same, you know, experience that you're used to. And I think by doing it on Zoom and, and looking at the world around you and making sure that with your podcast or whatever format that you're reaching out to the people, you're trying to connect them with your circumstance and, and understand that we're all in this together. So like in this specific circumstance, as you said, you know, we didn't know that you would be graduating into the coronavirus. Right. So it's, it's definitely a hard to to experience. And, and I I'm, unfortunately, you know, you won't be able to experience the graduation that you imagine. But I think the main thing is you you got your education, your degree. And I think as long as we look on the bright side of things and try to be optimistic, even in the, the face of adversity, then maybe we can, you know, get on the other side. Yeah, exactly. And just to um, add on to that point that Malachi made, I think when you look at the future of school as a whole and even kind of the world that we're going to be going into and how the podcast play into that, I mean, you're going to have a lot of interesting um, topics to talk about with certain people. But I think also everyone's going to have their own perspective on how this has impacted them, right? So how they've adjusted, adapted, and kind of what they went through and how their jobs were affected, families were affected, maybe um, the they were involved 
involved with the economy at a very high level or they had their own business. So it's really important that everyone's going to have their their story to tell about how the pandemic really impact them. And I think for us as students, I mean, especially as seniors, I mean, obviously not getting the graduation that you guys hoped, but really you get to go into the workforce where it's, it's going to be different. Things are going to be new. Um, so like you can't really expect to have this big of a Jurassic change and things will, will be the same. So really, I think you guys will be the first ones to go and kind of see how the new work life will, 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 will definitely be like. So I think it's definitely something, um, I guess if you can find some silver lining in this would be, I mean, hey, you get to go into a brand new workforce. We don't know how know how it's going to be. And you really get a chance to see how the future of work is is going to look like. And then finally, from a standpoint of kind of as a nation, even as students still at Santa Clara, I think it would even help us understand maybe how to deal with things in the future if they may arise. Of course, not hoping for another pandemic, but maybe epidemics or other issues that may arise, how we can stay ahead of the curve and kind of beat these things before they come to us. And even for us on the podcast, talking to some really influential leaders um, who kind of how have they planned for this or how are they um, going to pivot their businesses, like kind of change their life, their work life. So, I mean, it's really going to give us in an opportunity to give a lot of value to students and kind of help them see how this pandemic is really going to change things once we kind of get out of it and see how it's changing things and talking to people who are in front of that change. So really, I think a lot of value can be added from this. But um, I'm just, again, uh, excited to see um, how we can help students know how they can navigate through this process through the podcast. Yeah, and I into what both Darius and Malachi said um, that it's really important that, um, you know, we provide a platform for everybody. Um, the biggest thing with this epidemic is that we're all in it together. And so I think providing a platform where you kind of could go and relay and be like, oh, well, that person's in the same situation I'm in um, kind of relieves, makes a sense of relief. Um, you know, it kind of gives people is big reason why people join podcasts. And uh, I think it's important we follow that through. Yeah, definitely. No, I, I agree with all that. And it's, um, you know, it's, it's perhaps an, an unfortunate time, but also running a podcast and listening to podcasts can, can be a great way to connect with people on kind of the cutting edge of different, different areas of, uh, of the new world we're entering into. And so I'm, yeah, I'm optimistic that you guys will learn a lot and that people listening will continue to, to, uh, both, both benefit in terms of what they learn and just feel that sense of belonging and Santa Clara community. So yeah, thanks so much for, for joining me. You'll be hearing some interviews from, uh, these three guys in, in a little bit and yeah, any, any final words that any three of you would add right before we end Gavin I think everyone listening wants to know and I definitely want to know what does your ideal Saturday look like oh man that's that's a good question now <laughs> I've, I've asked this question so many times I've never never had to think about it myself so I would say it, it's gotta it's gotta involve nature in, in some way like I really love the the redwoods I, I grew up going to this this family camp kind of b- between Santa Clara and, and Santa Cruz in, in the mountains. So maybe like waking up, uh, having a, a breakfast of, of eggs and, and waffles, I'll say, and then going on a hike in the, the redwoods, maybe with, um, maybe with my family, if they're around, since it's my ideal, we'll, we'll just say, say they are. And then spending some time with, with friends at, at Santa Clara, um, my ideal 
pandemic Saturday might differ from my ideal non-pandemic Saturday. But yeah, just just getting a chance to, I don't know, watch a movie, maybe cook cook dinner. I love cooking. Have a few a few hours in in the afternoon to just read or or hang out, and yeah, maybe watching a movie with some some friends in the evening sounds like a pretty ideal Saturday. Awesome. <laughs> well, th- th- thanks for asking, and. Yeah, thanks everyone for listening. You'll be hearing some more interviews soon. Um, we're, we're getting getting started. Um, Darius Malkai and Antonio are each doing some of their own episodes, and I'm going to continue to do some interviews through the end of the quarter. And so, yeah, stay tuned for more. And thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.